special guest. That's right. We got Darren Grimes from the Grime America Show. He's going to come here, speak some truth, tell us a little bit about some information that you're not always going to hear. So I want you guys to be able to open your mind and try to tap into that pineal gland tonight because we're about to get that vibrational energy going. So Darren, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. How are you doing, my friend? I'm pretty good, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yes, you know, I'm a high energy. I get pumped up, Darren. You know, I know, I know uh, my it's energy. Like polar opposites in that regard. It'd we, be interesting. <laughs> we are, we are. I think we were on Union of the Unwanted together. And I was like, okay, well, this guy and I are different personalities. But hey, we obviously are the same because we're crazy enough to go and talk and, and have a show, you know, literally bashing the government, you know, the people that are putting us in metaphorical chains. So uh, you and I are both crazy in that sense. So that's why I look up to you in that sense. So. Uh, you know, for the people playing at home, Darren, tell us what was your journey to kind of waking up to uh, societies and the social engineering that's going on today? Well, uh, hmm, probably I would have to say it was the podcast, really. We had, uh, once we started podcasting, we sort of started interviewing some people, um, getting some different takes. By the time we were a couple seasons into that, you know, the cable, probably within a year or two of starting the podcast, there's no more cable. Um, you know, now we're eight years in, I think, and I haven't had, you know, cable or television or any of that stuff in my house for for at least three or four years now. I don't, I don't really, I do watch, now I went to the movies the other day and watched Peter Rabbit 2. I don't mind. Not probably, Space Jam. What's Peter Rabbit two? Is that that's Peter Rabbit? I don't remember about, Peter Rabbit it was one. Rabbit. I don't really remember Peter Rabbit one two either. Now that you mentioned that, but <laughs> I still like partake in that kind of stuff, the kids' movies and stuff. But as far as like Hollywood and and that kind of stuff, I'm kind of I'm not interested on a on a personal level anymore. Well, did you see uh, LeBron James, who loves you know Xi Jinping and is Mr. China? They're not playing Space Jam in China. What do you think about that, Darren? I'm not surprised. I mean, we just had Kay Rubisek Rubisek on on the Grammaric Outlawed show last week talking about the Chinese Communist Party and sort of all the stuff they're getting up to. And that's sort of where we're headed. Do you think think China's all attached to uh, uh, Canada more than America, do you think, in your opinion? Um, Probably, yes, I would say, at this point. I mean, just because we got Trudeau, who's super in bed with the Chinese, so that kind of makes it tough to dance on. Do you think Trudeau's dad was Fidel Castro? Mm, It's a possibility, but I don't think so. You don't think so, but the pictures, have you seen those pictures, though? Yeah, I have seen the pictures, but I don't know. I think it's Photoshop. The the really good one is Photoshop, but, I mean, it's it's up in the air. It's debatable. It's debatable because didn't his, I mean, like I said, we don't. It all seems to line up. It it some shit blocking. lines up with all due respect. I'm not saying we can confirm it. it's a lot of rumor and innuendo, but it seems like somebody could have been doing it. I mean, the- someone should go deep. They Someone could line up some flights, some diplomatic flights with some birthdays and probably figure it out. You know, has someone done that already? I mean, Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think anybody has, but I mean, they just, and dude, he, he like loves Castro. He was like crying at his thing. This picture has to be fake. This is fake, right? Yeah, that's gotta be. Look, yeah, Man, that's, that's so fake. That's that makes me just laugh. It's so fake, but uh, but still, look, okay, okay, okay. Forget about this fake photo. That's his real dad, and his real dad is kind of unique looking. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like his unique dad. Not that I'm a geneticist. I don't know, but 
Jury's out. I mean, it's too too soon to tell. Don't you love it? I just, I, I mean, don't it, we live in this upside down world? We don't even know who the fathers of the the, the prime minister of Canada were debating it. They, they, you know, is it all? Is that all fake and, and meant to just to distract us? In your opinion? Well, I don't know. Ultimately, we shouldn't really care. I guess is would be ideal. I shouldn't care who the prime minister is because it shouldn't fucking matter. It should just be if in the system the way it's sort of designed, it should be. And this is kind of why I get scared of tearing down the system we got. Not that I'm a huge fan of it, but it is sort of a, a fake f by the people for the people sort of thing. It's just not actually by the people or for the people. Yeah, it could be arguable, argued whether or not it ever was by the people or for the people, but it could be by the people for the people and i'm not even sure i'm a big democracy guy to be perfectly fucking honest but um some socialist ideas are good some conservative ideas are good you know they want to make you go all all or one you know which is yeah and both of us are probably living in way more socialist societies than our than our collectively want to admit already especially canada we're a few farther down that road with medicine and stuff like that, which, you know, we could get into as a whole debate on its own. Dude, but Canada is basically, let's be real. It's 19 and I'm not saying America's better, but it's like 1984. I mean, the next thing is, I mean, I hate we get so bad about this, but the mandatory vaccine passport, all that. I have, we're probably going to take this off. That's that's coming. I mean, what do you think about that, Darren? And don't you think Canada will be the lead in that? They'll probably be the lead country and all that. Well, hopefully, I mean, Alberta said that we're not doing it. So we'll see. Hopefully, Alberta sticks to the wanting to be the Texas of the West. I mean, Calgary was the Texas of the West. So Alberta. Well, Calgary's in Alberta. Oh, duh. Okay, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Okay, so Calgary's like Dallas or Houston. I got it. Duh. So yeah, Alberta's where all the boys. Like, so which one's the capital? Austin, 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 Austin's like Austin. Alberta. Austin's like Alberta. So that's where all the oil and gas is, and they all hate Trudeau there. Well, why does Trudeau win? I mean, how the hell does he win all this shit? I mean, is, do you think that shit's rigged? Well, yeah, I think all that's rigged. Yeah. But we got a real problem in Canada where we got all the, we got sort of like twenty-five million people in the east and only ten million in the west, and Quebec and Ontario sort of take the elections. I mean, it's time to just break this shit up, to be perfectly honest. And I don't know how we're going to do that because we got to figure out something for the Indians at the same time. So, I mean, that's that's ultimately what I like to see is the whole thing just fucking and not it. I don't even think it has to collapse in like a, in like a Mad Max kind of way. I think we could just like hopefully just back out, just detach, like start with provinces and states. You know, we can have some sort of loose affiliation, like maybe EU style, like the EU is supposed to be, not how it's kind of turning into, but sort of, you know, we can make it so you can travel within the states and within the provinces without without going through a big rigmarole. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck what Ontario's up to or Quebec's up to or the fucking Maritimes that are like 4,000 miles away. What the fuck do I care? It's none of my business. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but uh, I don't know. I mean, the system that we have now, it's like, I just think it's only going to get more invasive and, and more uh, freedoms taken away under the guise of safety. That's just what they want to do. They want to say, oh, we're going to keep you safe. So we're going to, you know, this is all under safety. And it's like, uh, it's like 9-11. So did you kind of find out about 9-11 uh, through your show? Had you ever done anything about 9-11, Darren? Do you know much about it? I found out about 9-11 through the show after. After. I'm just saying, like you know, way after it was probably like 2000. 
it was probably 2014, 2015, maybe two, yeah, probably 2014, 2015 by the time I even started looking into 9-11. What, did you see uh, Building 7 and you said, well, that looks funny. You know what? I think it was Zeitgeist. It might have been the first Zeitgeist movie I watched and I was like, holy fuck. And then, you know, it's just a giant rabbit hole. It really and now is. it's like, it's just all, it's all fake. Well, but it's all fake and it's a total whitewash of history and it's just i mean now i joke with graham because i'm an indian so i joke with graham that you know I, it's all everything they're doing right now has all been done before the only difference is you know they're it's they're just they did it on the indians 100, 150 the, years well ago. tell them about the Re reformation schools that wasn't 100 years ago wasn't that like 60 years ago where they were killing children at these schools in canada well the residential schools residential. started started in like the 1800s there was sort of quasi versions of them in the early 1800s and throughout that but they they, they became mandatory in the mid 1880s right up until the 1960s where it was mandatory attendance from age six or so to 16 or 18 depending and sometimes kids would get to go home for the summer and other times they get thrown on a farm to work maybe or you know different things like that thrown on a train to head back to the reserve Stuff like that, because for a lot of that time, Indians weren't allowed to leave the reserve without a pass. So it's not like you could just run down and visit the kid at, at the residential school, which might be a thousand kilometers away, especially if, we're up, if you were up north. So, um, I mean, we were doing that in Canada. Yeah, up, up until 60 years ago, that, that shit was mandatory, where they just, you didn't have a choice. Indian kids go to school and, uh, and you'd be stuck there. And if you spoke your home languages, you'd, you'd be punished. And I mean, there's all sorts of crazy stories about how bad that punishment got. I try to, I try to, I mean, I, I'm a hundred percent certain that that should happen. They talk about kids being stuck through the tongue with needles and beat with sticks, thrown in the cellar. And I, I'm a hundred percent certain that, that a lot of that stuff happened in the book. I sort of stick to the, in the book, I kind of stick to the super documentable stuff, the stuff that, that I can, reference very well and i mean that's where that's i mean i can kind of see them wanting to do that with all the kids now in 2021 you know where i feel like we're fucking one generation away from them that you know they're already starting to say that the kids aren't ours you know they're they're the state's kids or the community's kids technology's and, kids it's like whoever's that, fucking yeah. kids they are they're trying to take that that uh autonomy away from the parents and i mean in Canada, we're still dealing with that because we went straight from residential schools into, I think, you know, by the seventies and eighties, most of the, in the, in, in the 19, early 1970s, um, there was a big protest where they, they started taking back in the BC, they started taking back the residential schools. They did uh, some peaceful protests, stuff like that. And by the eighties, they were all sort of back. So there was still the residential school system was in place up until 1996, but by, you know, the early, early to mid eighties, they would have been indigenous run. And then so and the, that's when it got bad when it was, well, that's when it, got, it was bad for the first, you know, hundred years before that, because that's when they had Catholic priests in there. We know um, the Vatican's no good. Whatever they do, they well, they were that you know they were there with the with the mission to de Indian the kids. You know they were supposed to kill the Indian, keep the human. 
I wow. mean, this is 50 years ago. So, I mean, and now here we are 60 years later, we're about to do the same thing with based on vaccine passports and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that what you think this is? You think it's some sort of population deal, like a population control sterilization? What do you, what do you kind of think the game? Like for me, I think it's obviously uh, we're going to have to take this. I might as well just say it now, guys. Oh, I don't have that. We're probably going to have to take this. We should take this off YouTube, but. We'll speak freely right now because if you say anything anti-vax, you get you get all this. We get so, so the strike. So, guys, I'm going to put the link to the Rockfin. We're going to only stay on on YouTube for like five more minutes. So, guys, I'm going to put the link. It's not behind a paywall because I want to be able to speak freely about all this stuff, Darren. I hate to get you on the show. Somebody knows what you're talking about, and uh, it just sucks talking about all this medical misinfo. You can't say, "Oh shoot, did I put the right link?" If you say anything medical whatsoever, I get a strike. So, tell me about how many strikes you've gotten on your. Uh, your uh, YouTube. Well, Outlaw is Outlaw is struck out already. Y'all got deleted. It got deleted. Yeah, it got deleted. And the Gramerica show standard YouTube has been pretty good. We sort of went through when Outlaw started getting booted. We went through and just took everything down. That was going to be problematic, and we just don't put that content up there anymore. No, this sucks because I have all this old stuff that it's like, should I keep it up? Do I take it down? So, guys, everybody. Oh, see, so I migrated all that to Rockfin, and then I kept a copy of it because I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen to Rockfin either. So I don't know what's gonna happen to Rockfin. I'm either. not throwing all my eggs in anyone's sort of basket. I'm in very much in support myself camp. And, yeah, and I don't know, you know, like I like Rockfin so far. I'm just saying, you never know. I mean, anything can get deep. Oh yeah, I'm. You know? Nothing bad to say about Rockfin, but they could get bought or, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff out of my control that can happen that can ruin my day there, just like it can at YouTube or just like it can at Spotify. I mean, we've started getting a bunch of stuff taken down from Spotify now. Tell me that. See, I saw you, I think, post a, a screenshot of that. So Spotify and what does they say? They say it's what? What do they it's say? The, it's the same thing. It's the exact same Community guidelines strike for medical misinformation. It'll say I it's I know I don't have it in front of me, but it's very similar to saying guests started with Judy McVitz and then it was true. And then it was, you know, all these sort of. All the COVID guys, everybody, we're going to we're going to migrate to Rockfin. We're going to end the YouTube stream so we can talk like adults. I hate this. I hate a YouTube. YouTube sucks because this sucks. So we're just going to say we're still live on Facebook everywhere else. But guys. We're going to end the YouTube stream because I don't want to get... I, every time I get a strike on YouTube, it's a pain in my fucking ass. Uh, so we're, we're getting off YouTube. So now, Darren, we can say whatever we want about COVID, vaccines. Okay, for me, I think it is... This is all the scam to literally sell vaccines, in my opinion. You know, I don't understand. Uh, and it's called the Hegelian Dialectic Problem Reaction Solution. They would got They had to create a problem that would scare everybody into wanting to get these mandatory vaccines that they're going to give people booster shots forever. So it's like, I don't know what the, what the consequences of those shots are, whether it's sterilization or what, but that is what this is all about is needles and arms. Uh, and what do you think? Yeah, that's sort of where I started it. It was just like a giant money scam and everyone sort of just capitalized on it wherever they can. But it's tough to say at this point. I mean, either way, it was a bad idea to just get jacked with experimental stuff, in my opinion. Oh, no no doubt about it, but I'm saying... Uh, uh, the weird thing is now in Alberta, like the like uh, process to 
put yourself into the vaccinated system, which I'm contemplating on whether or not I want to do. What do you mean? Put yourself in the vaccinated system? Well, it's just like a government portal. It's like, it's so. Are you thinking about getting the vaccine? No, no. I can go to one website, one page of the government website and download the form. That is the vaccine form where you have to fill out what dose you got, dose one or dose two. I think there's supposed to be a doctor signature and you got to put a lot number in there. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, maybe you don't do that. Maybe you just make up a lot number. I see. Maybe you assign that spot. And then you navigate over to another page where you can uh, fill out all your stuff and they, they, you can upload it and they tag you as vaccinated. Now, I haven't gone quite that far yet. That could be a risk. Because, but... I mean, I do have fake papers. I, I well, but what I'm saying, what's the even point though? Um, what do you think you're not going to be able to travel? You think you're not going to be able to do what? I mean, what, what do you think you're not going to be able to purchase? Like, what will be the final? Well, it's already thing? travel. So you can't leave Canada without being vaccinated right now. Well, you can't. I can leave Canada. You can't come back. Even with you a negative PCR test. Now there might be. There might be still in the fine print i think there's always like that negative pcr test there's always the negative but now they're like quashing the pcr test quietly in the background so i don't know what's going to happen there because i think they're just coming out now and saying the pcr test they're going to come out over the next couple months and say the pcr test is bullshit which is one of two things either it's they're spinning us out of this bullshit and we're not going to be testing anymore in the fall or they're coming out with the new test that's going to be just fucking 100% controllable. They don't have enough control over the PCR test. But Darren, they knew these were bad tests from the start. Kerry Mullis, the guy that created it, said it wouldn't be enough to diagnose it. And, uh, I mean, come on. they it, it, These fake tests are what created the whole pandemic, Darren. You think, I don't think they'll ever give them up. It'll just be like the standard operating procedure. Well, the CDC has burned them, hasn't they? I don't I even know. I mean, that's what they're going to say. And said, and said no more tests. There's no good. Well, it doesn't even matter if it's a PCR test, AZT test, cancer test. It's always all these. But anyway, I could go and make a fake PCR test and I could travel with that. Or I could go and get it for free at Walgreens or pay $150 in Canada. But then I have, because I've been traveling the whole time. I've been, I was in Dallas, actually. So you've been going international. Wow. You've been getting, you've been flying. No problem. I was in Dallas in May. I mean, I wasn't there long. I was there for like changing flights for a few well, hours well, yeah you do the contact at the you, you always go the contact at the cabin isn't that your thing there and so you so yeah. you, you've been doing that so i guess so you've been traveling I, yeah. for that i was hanging so i was in dallas just sort of for a few hours hanging out enjoying the sunshine before i came back to cold canada and before that i was in uh las vegas which was kind of weird because everything was like fucking wide open but everyone had masks on yeah you had to have masks on so it's wide open, but with masks on. I didn't really wear a mask, but I wasn't hanging out. I wasn't hanging out playing slots or fuck all. We were just, I went there. I wasn't even really planning to go down to the strip, but it turned out somebody we knew had a hotel room across from the, the place that has the crazy fountains. So we wanted Bellagio. to go. I'm very yeah, familiar. You got to go. Vegas, no. baby. That's American culture. It doesn't get yeah. more American than a Las Vegas buffet. Did you go to a buffet where you're in Las Vegas? We didn't go to Las Vegas. Because... You didn't I'm go to a, a buffet? You didn't go to a buffet while you were there, Darren? No, I was going to stay at one of the hotels and go to a buffet. 
but the Airbnbs were so fucking cheap. I bet they were free. I mean, they were probably paying you to stay there. Somehow. I got I got like a fifteen hundred dollar a night Airbnb for like four hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. So it was just like we had our own giant house with a pool table and we could all stay at the same place. And you had enough food. You didn't have to stuff your face with a bunch of Yeah, and then we got up we got up first thing the next day and we drove up the mountain into Utah, which was much cooler. I mean, it's funny people say, you know, you'd think Vegas is cooler than than Utah. But Utah is fucking awesome, man. I mean, I've, I've never been really, I haven't done much in Salt Lake. I don't care for cities anyway. But like southwestern Utah was fucking awesome. Everyone was super cool. We were smoking dope all over. Nobody gave a fuck. I had a fucking Ruger on my hip the entire time. I can just open carry. I just, I, lo- I love it down there. Wow, you really liked it. That You kind of let out your kind of, is that, did you let out your Native American spirit while you were there in that area? Could you feel the vibes? Is it was a Native American vibes in that area of Utah or not really? No, I just like the freedom. I like to be able to do what I want. I like guns. In Canada, we have much stricter rules on guns. What can you have a handgun carry? I mean, can you carry without a permit? No, like in Texas, you can't you can carry, carry without a permit. Can't carry handguns in Canada, fucking ever. Ever yeah, carry when I'm in Texas as well. Well, listen, the guns the last thing though. I mean, f- I mean, they're when they say they're going to take away our guns, like we can say, you know, a lot of these false flag uh, attacks or because they want to take our guns, but that's the, that's going to be the last leg of defense when they come and get our guns because the domestic terrorism, we're toast, dude. What do you think about that in your opinion? No, actually, here's the thing. I think the guns are like this false sense of security. Okay. Because they're just going to fucking starve you out, shut off your power. That's a fact. They could easily I mean, shut down. They, they, they can turn off the sh- power in three days. They'll just let you shoot the shit out of each other. And then they'll come in in six months and pick up the pieces. I don't think they're in a hurry. If, if, if that's where they're headed and that's what it comes to, I don't think they need to send the military. You know what I mean? They'll just they'll have the military sort of on the outskirts, making sure you don't get out causing too much trouble. Well, that was like in, in in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, like the people that didn't flee, you know, the people that didn't flee because of the hurricane, they kind of stayed there and set up camp and robbed all the homes and uh, the military had to come in. And like that's basically because when the power went out for literally like a week, it became a, its own legislation. I mean, it's run by thieves and crooks. And that's what would happen to society. If we lost our power for three days, people would be shooting each other over like toilet paper to wipe their ass on a toilet they can't even flush. Because we yeah. are imbeciles, sadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, but that's what I honestly think. The guns are a false sense of security. I don't think. Not not to say that guns are useless. I'm a gun guy, dude. I got fucking... I'll, nothing, it's none of your fucking business what yeah, I got. I, I, you don't need to tell me, but you are pro-gun. That's I'm pro-gun and I'm yeah. fucking well-situated. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, and I got... Uh, I'm about to go handgun shopping because I finally broke down and did get my restricted gun license so I can go get some handguns. But the only thing is, I, this is the only thing I say to you to be contrarian is, aren't you in a safe place though, Darren? Is Canada probably a safe place in general? I'm a fucking Indian, bro. And you know what? Like to the point that, 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 that I wouldn't want to, even if I had a situation arise that it might be helpful to get family services maybe involved. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't, it's not a fucking thing that would ever happen in my household because I'm, me and my kids have a fantastic fucking relationship. But you know what I mean? Being an Indian in Canada, I wouldn't be interested in entertaining that. I mean, Indian kids get taken away in Canada all the fucking time at like wow. eight times the rate of fucking non-Indian kids. 
So, you know, it's this weird sort of thing in Canada where, you know, I'm not really like, I don't know if we had shit with between the Indians and the government here 30 years ago, 30 years ago, there was a seven, seven, 77 day fucking standoff, the Oka crisis between a first nations fucking community, a nation, as far as I'm concerned, because I think that all the fucking different bands of Canada and the tribes of America. And I think in, I think in America, they kind of give now America has, is a little more, uh, I don't know what the word is, but you guys are a little, a little more progressive in that sense where, um, you just sort of, you declared all the, all your Indians or native Americans. And I use the word Indian. So you think America is more progressive for the native Americans or the Indian? Really? I'm a, I think so. Yeah. Well, but do you I'm really think it's bad? Word because I am a registered Indian. Of course. But, but is that really, a, but Darren, is that really offensive to call them the Cleveland Indians? I mean, isn't that, isn't that, I don't, a, I don't really care, but that's not, here's the other thing I'll say is I'm not really the guy who gets to speak on it. I don't even think I'm, I barely feel like I was qualified to write the book that I wrote. Because I'm not, I don't come from the reserve. I've lived my whole life off reserve. I was raised by my mother off reserve. Um, I am a registered Indian. I do have my status card. Um, I do have my reserve, Michigan, Ojibwe Nation in Ontario, but I live in Alberta. But no one's sort of doing it. And it's, it's kind of like we're slipping into this COVID thing and we're, we're about to have a, a new sort of apartheid between vaccinated and unvaccinated, or I don't even know how it's going to work, but we're heading down a scary road in that regard. And everybody's holding up fucking Justin Trudeau on the world stage. Like he's some sort of hero. And I'm sick and tired of the Canadian government being thought of as this sort of, you know, can't be hurt sort of, you know, everyone thinks Canada's great. we got no problems lately. This shit's come out. A little bit of our secret, our dark history is coming out. But I mean, dude, you can go on the Canada website right now. Our act is still called the Indian Act. We've still got registered Indians. We've still got all that stuff. And uh, I mean, we didn't get considered citizens until 1960-something. So it was either 61 or 69. And I think with the Americans, it was like 1925, 1927, maybe somewhere in there. The other thing the Americans did is like with the American government, you guys have just sort of the 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 indigenous or the first nations or the native the native nations they decide who's an indian so and we gave them a bunch of casinos like yeah the- well they can build a casino so they get to decide who's an indian so they decide if someone has a kid that he's part of the tribe or he's not part of the tribe a lot of times they look whiter than me though uh, darren have you I'm seen yeah sometimes these guys look like they're on, there's a show called undercover boss where the guy was like i think it's lakota or one of the things i mean he was whiter than me he was he was very white and it made me but he he's you know he counted it counted I'm pretty I'm just, white in the summer that's or true. Who I can't judge. Who am I to say? I'm just saying, gosh, the guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is and right now in Canada, the federal government still says they decide. Yeah. So like right oh, now, oh really? They don't give it up right to the now, tribe. I, I, oh, the, the oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize the government has to say whether you're an Indian or not. Yeah. So my my kids right now, for example, my my band in Canada, we call them bands, not tribes, has accepted them as as members. Which is good enough for me. I mean, when I go hunting, I'm going to take my kids hunting. And if the conservation officer wants to come over and have a problem with that, they'll say, okay, we can go court. 
we can go to court, we can have that chat because I'm going to say that the government doesn't decide who gets, whether or not my kids have fucking their indigenous hunting rights because their nation, the Michigan nation has already decided that they are members of that nation. Thus they get the same rights as I do. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with a lot of my stuff. I'm, I'm kind of done paying taxes. If they want taxes, they can take me to court. And my defense is if you want some fucking tax money, then it's time to start talking about treaties. It's time to start talking about, you know, upholding these treaties. Because the other thing is in Canada, I don't know how it works in the States, but in Canada, the Indians don't own any land. We have these reserves that we can stay on. And if you live on a reserve where there's not a lot of work, there's not a lot to do, um, you can live tax-free. Me, I don't live on the reserve. I live in just outside of the city where I work. I pay fucking more tax than most people. And, and I'm sort of done. I'm sort of done with this sort of, I, well, the, in Canada, they get you on income tax, right? So if you work for an employer, your employer takes the tax off before they even give you your paycheck. And if they don't, cause I asked my boss, like, can you just not take that off? I'll, I'll deal with my taxes. And it's illegal. If he doesn't take the tax off, the government will go after him. Oh. So they get me on my on that, but what? As far as my side stuff goes, it's like okay, well, it's time to draw that line in the sand on my side companies, at least my half of it, my side corporation. It's not paying taxes on nothing, and if the government wants to have that battle with me, it's a battle I'm going to have. And if I lose, I'll pay the taxes. I'm not stupid enough to spend the money. I'll squirrel it aside for now until we can see what happens because uh, I'm kind of sick and tired. I'm, I'm kind of sick and tired of the government overreach over the last couple of years here. It's been creeping in and creeping in and creeping in and creeping in. And now it's sort of, it's kind of got everyone sort of paying attention. So it seems like it's a good time to keep stirring the pot, you know? And I don't think the government's as strong, especially in Canada, as, as they let on. I really don't. If I wasn't an Indian, I might not think like that, but. I'm telling you, Dan, you're a hard ass. You don't want to, you know, you're not going to pay taxes. You got the gun. You have a different system in Canada. It's not like the IRS. What do they, they don't take you to jail? So you, get a, you get a whole lot of warnings in Canada before you end up in jail for not paying your taxes. America's so stupid. They, they pay the IRS $9 billion to find $1 billion in tax fraud. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but we live in a really, like I said, you know, I don't know if the whole system should be shut down and and rebuilt. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I think it just needs to be decentralized. Yeah. More localized government. But I mean, then that's even, then that even gets fuddy duddy when some local idiot is in charge. So, I mean, well, then ah. you just, whatever, at least you can, at least on the local level, you can fucking deal with that in the short term. Like you might have to deal with them for two years. That's true. It's like in, on this megalithic fucking thing, we can't tell if they're cheating or not because it's too big and too fucking, it's just too big. How can you ever tell who's cheating? There's, how can, who's counting 350 fucking million anything in your case? I mean, I'd like, I'd like to see the whole thing broken up. I mean, that's the other thing where the Indians were just sort of, it's, it's all sort of split up into 650 different nations. And in, in the States, I think it's 550 or something like that. And I think those are sort of the levels things work at. I mean, I, I'm a proponent that even that even if we broke up Canada into the provinces, that's probably still too many people. 
we got to like now maybe consider cutting some of the provinces in half and some of the big provinces i don't know what you're going to do there like some of these places you just got too many people crammed into each other well, maybe there's, there's going to be culture Dallas probably becomes yeah. a city state well, well you know just different cultures are going to clash you know whether you know let's just make Dallas the city state so it doesn't it's not the same as texas so dallas can make its own weird fucking laws <laughs> but don't come out of dallas with that bullshit and what's Dallas going to do? It's just going to stay in Dallas because if it fucks around, it's going to have the Texas National Guard around it saying, hey, fucking relax. Like, I'd, I'd like to see that kind of slip back into this more sort of Neolithic fucking Dark Ages sort of lords. And I get into that, man. I would love that. But, dude, now we have this, like, esoteric system. I don't even know how to describe how oh, the government dude. truly it's works. It's a mess. Dude, it's, it's like it's meant mess. to be so confusing when it shouldn't be. And they give us the, like, Well, it's meant to be so uh, so confusing that you don't realize that you're a fucking slave it's just like an open slave pen where you're allowed to play and explore even the whole world maybe but enough of you are just stuck churning it out that it doesn't matter you know it just doesn't matter and even if you make a hundred million dollars i still don't think you still don't get out of the slave pen you're no, still in the slave oh, pen. dude, you're no, you're living it up in the slave pen. Yeah, dude, you know, no, no. Mark Cuban is still bought and sold. Uh, I mean, LeBron James, like they think that their life's so good. Those guys are probably never nonstop. They probably never get to take a break. They, you know, like they, they look. They give us the illusion like LeBron James has some cool life. I bet you his life is constant twenty four seven stress on what bullshit obligation he has to do next he, he you know what i mean so it's like the you when you make a hundred million dollars your life does not get better in my opinion you think it does but i don't i don't see how it could no i don't think so either i think as long as you got enough money to just not worry about the bills coming out of you. if you can put your bills on auto deduct and not fucking stress about it that's all you need and, and you got a little I, bit of weed you got a gun the extra, the extra you know if you can go to the grocery store buy whatever you need and not worry about what the bill is going to come to put all your bills on auto deduct so that you don't have to and you don't ever have to think about that and maybe you only got 50 grand in the bank maybe you only got 10 grand in the bank but you still got all that shit on auto so you're never thinking about it and you're you know maybe not having a job that you want to fucking blow your head off too much then extra money is not really going to improve that situation no that's very you, true and, you, and speaking of money a new variable you think more money is going to solve it but what you really fucking pour on is fucking time. Well, it's more money, more problems. You can't make any more time. Every 24 hours, there's like fucking a trillion dollars created in the world. But every 24 hours, you just lost a day. So you got to stop, stop thinking about how much money you can make and start thinking about how much time you can save. That's my outlook anyway. I'm trying to work really hard now so that by the time I'm 45, I've just kind of got enough residuals that, that I can sort of just you know, retire 20 years early and, and enjoy some autonomy with it instead of being 65. And, and I mean, let's be honest, most people retiring at 65, you're not traveling the fucking world. You're lucky if you got enough money to not fucking starve to death. You're probably on food stamps. Yeah. I mean, basically, and you probably just spent the last two fucking years locked in a home that the government won't allow you to leave or anyone to come see us. So what good's that fucking money now? 
So I'm, Spe I'm speaking of that money, Shay Shay TK always donates. Thank you for the ten dollar tip. Speaking of money, I just it's just funny, and I do want to say, you know, the support we get is very much appreciated. The the and this all the support and model super keep your positivity and speak the truth. Another two dollar tip, uh, but dude, you're right. Having extra money does not make it easier. I just don't want to be stressed out. I just want to be able to go to the grocery store, put gas in my car, and not be like, oh shit, is this going to overdraft? But they give us the illusion that money is so important and material is the most important thing so that we are stuck in the rat race. It's like so obvious and they definitely do it to smaller cultures. So I don't know how we're ever going to break out of that. Like, dude, humans, it's it's really like, it's but it's like, idi my last thing, it's like idiocracy. Darren, what do you think about that? I mean, what, what do you well, think yeah. about that? I mean, yeah, we're fucking idiots. I mean, all of us, I guess. My my, I'm talking about myself the most when I say that. I'm still trying to smarten up a little bit every day. But I mean, whew, I've come a long way compared to where I was, say, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, where it was, you know, fucking hate my life at work all day, but not think about any way out or any sort of future, except maybe winning the lottery or you know, maybe I'll get a job. That across was your fantasy. Oh, you'll win the maybe lottery. I'll get a job or... across the street and make an extra three bucks an hour or, or, you know, stuff like that. And then you get home from work and you have dinner and then you watch TV for four, five, six hours. Some people maybe watch the movie. You look the... forward to that TV. You're so happy to veg out yeah. in front of the TV. Oh, I can't wait to watch fucking 50 episodes of The Office tonight and then the football game. And then you fucking go to sleep and you do it all again. And then Friday comes, you get shit faced for fucking two days. You feel like shit all day Sunday and you start over. And, 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 and they want it. you drinking the fluoridated beer. You, I mean, I don't know if you mentioned that. They definitely want you drinking the beer. You know, they want you to drink. They, you know, they want you drunk or high. I believe that's a big part of it as well, because that makes like the trauma based mind control and the just makes it easier if you're kind of like in a drunken stupor all the time. That's why a bottle of vodka costs four ninety nine. Uh, at any corner here in Dallas. And we're all traumatized as fuck. <laughs> yes, we are from the yeah. trauma-based mind control. So, uh, you know, we all we all need some sort of way to I guess heal that pain, but for me like I look like COVID isn't just a money thing. It's more than that. I think the mask or even satanic. I think there's like all this weird stuff at play, but well, at the end of about it don't feel right. Of course, but I think what it is is it's it's the it's the new world order it's what they want it's it's how they're they're just this is just kind of not slowly but this is the test run for the passport for you know because you got to think about it. it's like well what did we do we dreamed of having self-driving cars and in a way we have that now right but the only thing that's stopping uber from like firing all the people is there's a lot of red tape you know there's still before they fully can integrate and take us over there's a lot of shit that you know that's is gonna ha have to happen in between there is what i'm saying so it's like i think there is still some some time to take back control of society but we're getting to that new world order eventually we're like there will be no driverless cars you'll have the patriot act 2.0 where you give them access to your warrantless access to your phone and to your emails in order or be, so you're not a domestic terrorist like the future is going to be literally they're going to take away all your freedom under the guise of safety and that's this is what this is this is the test run and to see which countries fall in line, which countries don't. You look at all those African countries that weren't taking the vaccine. Now four of those dictators all end up dead. I mean, this is this is a this is just the baby back bitch of what's going to happen. This is the the test run, in my opinion, for like I don't know twenty thirty or whenever the day. But well, see, that's like in Canada. I'm like, well, who's doing that? We got to stand a military twenty three thousand. I mean, who's yeah. who's doing this? 
that that's my outlook that's why i mean i was very close to moving to the uh, very strongly considering moving to the states a couple of years ago but i've since decided that i'd rather be someplace where i've got a fucking real chance against the state yeah my cash on crazy sky bear come here i might be able to i don't know for sure but maybe i can rally a resistance against that and that's assuming that the twenty three thousand are all in i gotta assume at least half of them are gonna be like yeah i don't know man and then there's the cops. There's another eighteen thousand cops and shit. But, but they're I mean, all order followers, cops got, Darren. A yeah, cop, they, they're gonna do whatever Trudeau for says. All hell, for all hell to break loose like that, like it does in Europe, we just don't have the fucking state power. They're gonna have guys. They're gonna break, they'll have guys in white helmets that say United Nations. All so and they're, they're they're Chinese that's, that's guys. If they send the UN, if they yeah. send the UN, then I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, bring it on. I guess that's what I gotta say. I the mean, they up. want to. I'm t- and like you can say, oh, you're I got a fucking this. couple pallets of fucking surplus Chinese ammo. I'll return to it. Well, I- I'll tell you this: I am a hundred percent a conspiracy theorist. There's a lot of rumor and innuendo, but I, but like that has always been the plan, and it goes back to even biblical times. It goes from, uh, you know, uh, Genesis chapter eleven, verse nine, is the story of of Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. And basically what Nimrod wanted to do is he wanted to build this tower. He wanted to get everybody to build this tower to the kingdom of heaven so they could kill God and then he could rule the world. And what God did is he made everybody speak different languages and then these 60 people went these 60 tribes and then, you know, they whatever and became the earth. Um, but so these people, these satanic people, people like Hillary Clinton, people like Justin Trudeau, you know, people like the Queen of England, people like uh, Prince Philip, Prince Andrew, you know, they like to uh, look at the Bible, but they like to invert it. So they love like uh, uh, the inversion, the story of the Tower of Babel, because that is the modern day version of killing God. Like, And the reason why I think this, like Alex is so crazy, but you look at Hillary Clinton's emails, she's talking about sacrificing children to Moloch and, and she's mentioning Baphomet. So these people, whether it's you, whether you want to believe it's live action role play or that they are into uh, what they call satanic ritualistic abuse. But I think that is a, that's a real thing in my opinion. And I would, I would assume at the, well, let's, let's say bring it on because I think my gods are stronger. You do think, I mean, I'm just saying we're in a battle of good versus evil. We're in a spiritual yeah. war. The Tower yeah, of Babel. I don't think we could be. I mean, I'm a polytheist. So, I mean, I think there's good gods and bad gods all over the place already. So, I mean, let's just, it's just the same. It's just bring it on. Bring I mean, it on. You're it right. It would be a more exciting time. I mean, I don't want my kids to have to deal with it. This is stressful for your kids these times because Darren, next thing you know, climate change. You're not going to be able to have any freedom. You're not yeah, going to, but, to drive your car because of climate but if change. We're going to get to the fucking precipice of this, which it seems like we might. If I look across Europe right now, it seems like we might. Then I'd rather deal with it than my kids have to deal with it. I don't want to be fucking somebody else's problem when the shit goes down. You know what I mean? Geriatric. I can. I'm fucking pissing on myself. I need fucking drink. Where's my sandwich? You know, like Would you I, even I want... care though if you're in the home then really what's exactly. happening? Exactly. I want to care. Yeah. I want to care. care. Too. I mean, but I think it's I mean, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. It's gonna be the, the fall tells the story. The fall's gonna tell the story. Will I get to see Dune or not? Because that's the other exception I'm gonna make for Hollywood. The last exception, I'm gonna watch the first Dune movie. I'm already not stoked. I'm talking about the, the video game movie Doom. Dune. Dune. Oh, Dune. Dune. What is Dune about? Well, I'm. I love Hollywood shit. What's Dune about? I don't know what Dune. Well, it's Frank Herbert's novels. Dune. You know the eight books. 
I, I, don't know, I, I don't know shit. I'm an idiot. I don't know jack shit, Darren. I read at a fourth grade level. What am I? I need to know this. Oh, okay, I so, read a lot. Okay, so Stephen, tell me about Dunes. Dunes coming out as a movie. It came out as a movie back in the 80s. A very terrible Stephen But this movie. is your last chance with Hollywood is this this recreation. They can't even come up with new shit. But okay, so tell, what, tell me about what's Dunes about. Why well, it's the first real adapt, proper adaptation of Dune into a movie, I think. Because Dune's like, Dune's like where Buddy stole Star Trek, Star Wars from. Okay, and what sure. is it? and it's just it's Wars like a it's a space yeah. it's a space movie. So like I a space it. fantasy epic. The novels were a space fantasy epic that you know came out a while before Star Wars came out. There's a lot of similarities. Just saying. Anyway, the Dune movies are coming out, but I don't like the fact that Leah Kynes is a woman already. It kind of goes against all of the Bremen lore that's in the books. So it's seeming woke already, but I'm going to give the first movie a shot. It's going to be woke, I guarantee you. Be woke. No, I know. So it's just going to, I'm like, but I just got to see how they do the sandworms. And, but it's going to be woke as fuck. I might walk out halfway through. Okay. I might walk out and protest. Didn't you say, uh, you know, people, did you, did, were, are you an office fan? I have this pulled up to try to, I want to yes. show, but okay, yes. Yeah, I have, I have, I watch The Office usually once okay. a year. Okay, so so for me, this is like the coolest day of my life. I got to be in. Okay, let's see if you can find me. Okay, this is Michael Scott's last scene. You see my big fat head right there? This is Michael Scott's last scene. I'm a fat-headed extra right there. Oh, really? In the blue shirt? Yeah, that's me, dude. All day. This is Michael Scott's last day on set. It was like everybody's crying. So as an office fan. Yeah, this is his last scene. Hey, but... will you guys let me know if this ever airs? Thank you. So I just saw you mention the office. Oh, I, had no. to, I have to, uh, I have to, I have to uh, brag. There I am, right there, playing you with have my. To for the day and stuff. Oh yeah, we got to have lunch. Pam Fisher was not very nice, but uh, Steve Carell was really cool. But he was like really emotional. He was crying. So what I'm saying is, I love Hollywood, dude. I, I, my whole point is, I went to, I moved to, as soon as I graduated school, I went and uh, and moved to Hollywood with like no money in my car, basically. You know, I lived in a crack shack and I went to Central Casting. I worked uh, as an extra on like a hundred shows, and I used to love Hollywood. I want to be, you know, indoctrinated so much. But dude, Hollywood now sucks so bad. But it gives me so much hope because people like you and me can create our own content and we can build an audience. And yeah, sure, my audience isn't huge now, but give me five years. Primetime 99 will be, I'm going to have a, not be the biggest guy ever, but I will have a sizable audience that I know that I can support myself with as long as I stay on this trajectory. And that wouldn't have happened in the old system. So to see this collapse of, of Hollywood and everything, I love it. I'm so happy I'm on cloud nine. It's and they already great. made all the good shows anyway. I mean, let's be honest. I watched The Office and Parks and Rec and Arrested Development. I sort of just watched those three over. When and, one's done, I'll and, jump and on. And Arrested the Development was the best show ever, but when they made the newer ones of those, they stunk. You know what shit. Yeah, there's really only three seasons of Arrested Development. And then, uh, actually, I did start another show just recently at my girlfriend's behest. What? I started Battlestar Galactica. People like that. That's a that's a Dwight Schrute favorite. You know, another show nobody sleeps on, Flight of the Concords, is a show, favorite show of mine that not a lot of people watch. I know that's kind of a weird one on HBO. But Battlestar, See, Go I'm actively awaiting the new Joe Joe Abercrombie book right now. It comes out probably September 15th. I think it's called The Wisdom of Crowds. That's is that Abercrombie and Fitch? Is that the guy that created the oh, jeans? No, and no, I, no, I'm Jesus just Christ. fucking kidding, Darren. I know that's not Abercrombie and Fitch. I know that you are sponsored by Abercrombie and Fitch. And didn't you used to be a I model? Wish. Isn't that true? You used I to stand be. out. 
they, they, Canada, should... did they have the shirtless models in Dallas at the mall? They used not now, but they used to have the shirtless guys would stand in front. You don't seem like a guy that hangs out at the mall very much. I, I don't go to the mall now. I hang out in the bush a lot with my guns and shoot shit and eat it. That's what I. That's what I like to see. What? So you eat a lot of the wild game though, or you, you're out there with your kids yeah. just living off yeah. the land like that? Well, I mean, I don't live off the land. I wouldn't say that, but I I take control of my own meat supply. I like that. I, like I do that. buy pigs. I buy pigs and I trade meat for chickens. I have a couple of chickens in my backyard running around right now that takes care of my eggs. And then I hunt game. So we will shoot a moose a year, a moose, usually three antelope, a mule deer too. See, I, lo I love that. So I, I actually gave up eating meat over two years ago, but I still buy meat. I have cats, so I have to buy chicken. I'm not anti-meat. I'm not some annoying. I'm a vegetarian, so I still eat meat products. But I'm saying I respect you. I know you're looking at me like I'm a fag, but I respect ah. you. I respect you. It was really for my digestion. I'm telling you, Darren, I was doing the keto thing where I was eating all meat. I was eating all meat. I was eating bacon constantly all the time, and I got really lean. I got really lean constipated all the time felt like every time i had to take a crap it hurt almost i mean literally i mean yeah, you need some fiber in there. and and i was taking a lot of metamucil dude that's what i'm saying i was taking a lot of metamucil i was eating a lot of cheese i'm not anti-meat a lot of people are good meat when i started eating, when i started running on carbs listen i'm fatter a little fatter now but because your body absorbs it like a drug it's just it's just one drug for the other so now i just eat a bunch of uh, carbohydrates um but my digestion i'm telling you darren that's one thing that's the only reason i basically stopped doing it it's like I don't even have to wipe, dude. I got the cleanest b-hole. I got the I get my bowel movements. That's one thing I will always say, and I'm not even saying that to be goofy. My bowel movements night and day difference when it comes to clean and gas, all that. Totally different. So 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 I respect you though, because you live off the land. You actually shoot some of your animals. That's 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 how we should do it. You know what I mean? I, it, it just makes me sick. Uh because I do obviously buy factory farm chicken. So I can't say I don't like factory farms, but I just like somebody like you that does it like a man. Yeah, I mean, lot, there's a few of us out here still. I mean, I, I have different hunting rights than most people. And I guess if everyone had the hunting rights I had, we'd probably clear them out. I mean, we did a number on the antelope and the buffalo. So if they were still around, then there'd be enough for everyone to probably hunt to some extent. Or we could act, at least have a totally different meat system set up. You know, maybe you'd have a system where you had people hunting wild game like buffalo and putting that into the market somehow. I don't know. But the railroads really fucked up the buffalo. And the fence is really fucked up the antelope. Like antelope won't cross a fence, but they can't, they won't jump a fence. They'll jump along it. They'll try and go under it. A lot of them get their horns caught and ripped off. So, and we built fucking fences all over this motherfucker from Texas all the way to the fucking Arctic circle. And, you know, so now there's not enough, there's barely, you know, there's not enough antelope for everyone. And really, you know, we are in an antelope shortage. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Cause well, no, there is, there's, there's, there's not an antelope shortage. Okay. I mean, I see antelope every time we go, but it's like if you're a if you're a white dude, I think it's fairly protected. Like I think my buddies are waiting eight years. They only get an antelope every eight years. And what you get one what every month or something? Whenever I want. Oh wow, you're the antelope slayer. Yeah, uh, I, is antelope meat better? Is antelope meat better? Antelope's my favorite. Yeah. It is. Okay, that's so it's it's desired. Ooh, I see. I well, it is for me. I like antelope and moose personally, but I'm an Anishinaabe Ojibwe, and then that's what my people have been eating for thousands of years. That could have something to do with it. How do you cook it? How do you prepare it? Oh, it depends. However, I like jerky. I do a lot of jerk. 
A lot of jerky. Do you ever do a meatloaf? Do you ever grind it up and then yeah, make a meatloaf? Yeah, I, I do it? all my own grind. I got all the tools. I make my own sausage. I got a smoker. I smoke my own stuff. I feel like that's the best way to make it taste good, right? When you grind it. I mean, well, it depends can... what you're eating. If I like, if you came to my house and I fed you antelope steaks, you probably, if I cooked it in some butter, you would not know it was wild. Really? Like, yeah, don't you want a little? Don't you want a little game? Well, you think, I'm at the point where I, if I, 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 it's funny. I went out for steak the other night. I went out and I, I ordered the good steak too. You know, the nice uh, thirty-two ounce bone-in, whatever. whatever yeah. Goodbye, yeah. fucking yeah. give you that yeah. thing, and and it's fucking bland, man. It's bland after being on wild game for a couple of years. It's it's. It's just not there. And then when I go out and shoot birds, I mean, I'm I'm eating my chicken half raw. And what do you mean you, you're eating your chicken half you raw? Eat, you can't eat chicken half raw is because it's from this fucking crazy factory farmed fucking gross environment. When I'm shooting wild birds, from partridge and my pheasants, I mean, if you cook them all the way through, they're going to turn into rubber. So you kind of cook them like sushi? Is that what you're telling me? You cook those pheasants? Well, well it's a medium rare. Wow, that's a ballsy. I, I, I'm, I'm a man. I've, I've eaten like the hottest ghost pepper. You know, what I'm saying I'll eat it basically anything. I'll lick the floor. I don't know. A medium you can eat the antelope right out in the field. Just start cutting up chunks of backstrap. Here you go. Isn't that Dang. what you make? Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you kill your first, uh, your first antelope, Darren? Well, you could totally. You could. A lot of people eat the shit behind the eye of the caribou. Well, Darren, we've been here 53 minutes, so let's try to wrap it up here in the next like five or 10 minutes. Where we got, right. we got, you know, we can, we obviously got the Grimerica Outlaw. We got the Grimerica Show. We got, uh, where else can we find you for the people? We got uh, contact at the Canyons. Where do the people? Oh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, there's Grimerica.ca. Yeah, I have that. The, and the link, all of Darren's links are in the description, guys. So, you guys, I definitely want y'all yeah. to connect and go write a something nice, say something nice from the Conspiracy Castle. Uh, and spread that good vibrational love. Say what you're saying. Yeah, that's the main show over there, GrandAmerica.ca. We're on episode 505 or something like that. That's just value for value. All the shows are free. The whole back catalogs there available for free. Uh, then we have Grandamerica Outlaw at GrandAmericaOutlaw.ca, where we do our controversial stuff. So we started getting kicked off YouTube, like you're probably starting to experience. Yes. We started Twice. getting. We got two YouTube strikes in our Grammarica show and we had so many videos and 10,000 whatever the fucks. So we were like, okay, do we, are we just going to let it get kicked off or what are we going to do? So we had a long, hard thought and we decided, well, let's just start a different show. Instead of getting Grammarica deplatformed from everywhere, let's just sort of we'll quietly sort of clean that up, make it sort of not PG. I still swear all the time and we still do all the fun stuff, but we're, I mean, let's be honest right now it's COVID and vaccines. But if so, they don't want us here, we have to stay here, Darren. That's what I'm saying. I believe. Well, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll just stay there with my main show and keep funneling people into my other shows. So we do Grammarica outlawed, which is fully self-hosted. So we got uh, our own servers and put everything on there. The Grammarica show itself now is self-hosted as well. We run a, we, we run a mirror feed to our Libsyn feed now so that we can't be deplatformed that way. And then we also run Great America Outlawed is on our own servers where we have the Plus Show. We do an hour every week and then we do an extra hour for members, extended interviews. That's at Great America Outlawed. Then we have Great America Goes Deep on Rockfin where we do all our actual video content. We do a bunch of guests with video presentations and stuff like that. And that's for our premium Rockfin members. 
And we're on Rockfin right now. That's where the main. Yeah, 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 I like yeah, Rockfin's been good to us. Yeah. So yeah. that's where we're we're doing all our video stuff these days. This is where we stream all our live stuff as well. These days we stream everything on Rockfin. We do still stream just the the right original show on YouTube as well, because there's just some people that'll never fucking leave YouTube. It seems like. And I'm and kind of one of them. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Karen. Do you still? I'm sure you still look at YouTube. I mean, for shit. I mean, it sucks now. I don't YouTube, watch YouTube personally. Ever. You don't ever look. Well, at I mean, YouTube. I can't say ever. Here, but I make a couple really. exceptions for like music. If I'm looking for a song I want to listen to in a hurry or something like that, and I don't think it counts if I'm like trying to learn how to do something. I'm looking at so much weird like, shit. I'm looking YouTube, at like YouTube is a very Magic good, like, Johnson's old. Learn how to do this, right? You can watch a bit, yeah. pause it. Watch a bit, pause it, so I don't count that. But other than that, I won't watch. That's how I learned how to do this whole anymore. show. Darren, I learned how to do every that single thing count. we're doing. That is doesn't on count. You're that learning. Doesn't That's learning, not just watching YouTube. I have a very strict video policy. Like, I don't want more than, like, two hours a week tops of video into my into my life. That's badass. Are you usually able to stick to that? I wish I got... Sometimes I feel like I have a headache from looking at this. Like, this weekend, I, this weekend, we sort of... I, it was a weekend off, so we were chilling out, relaxing, and I probably, we probably watched, like, four hours each day of, like, a movie and some episodes, but that was... That's, for me, that's a real, like, vacation away from... Usually, it'll be, like, you know, Thursday one week, I'll watch two hours, and then maybe Friday the next week. And other than that, I'd rather be in the bush or I'd rather be, I, I, it's not like I'm, I'm not doing anything. I listen to fucking so many audio books is probably unhealthy. That's, that's, sort of, that's what I'm saying there. And I listen to so much shit on YouTube because it's like audio books, all kinds of, of bullshit. So it's like, even though as much as I want to hate on it, it is the biggest collection of crap. It just sucks that it's so stupid. I love audio books, but I mean, here's the thing. I think when I listen to Dune on audio or when I listen to the First Law trilogy is some of the best stuff out there on audio. Like Stephen Pacey is such an amazing narrator. It's just like my brain's working in a different way. First of all, I'm listening to a trilogy that's like 70 hours long, or maybe maybe that's the narrator uh, is huge. Like a, the narrator is yeah, fucking amazing, and he's doing these amazing voices, and he's painting this picture. So now, now instead of me just watching the TV, it's like, uh, you know, my my imagination's working. I'm creating because me and you are creating two totally different worlds. We could be sitting side by side on the fucking bus, listening to the same narrator, listening to the same story. But if we could take a peek inside each other's worlds right there, it'd probably be a totally different thing. So it's a very, you're, you're very, you, you, I, I find you're very much a participant in the entertainment or you're more of a participant than when I'm watching video. And I'm getting other shit done. I'm driving, I'm cutting the grass. I'm multitasking. Multitasking. I'm not just losing that time. And I mean, I'm such an audiobook fan. We started an audiobook company, Adult Brain. We did an episode. Do you read? Do you read the books? I buy most of the books. I don't read as much as I should. Yeah, but I'm saying who audio. So what, what do you mean you have an audio? Oh, book? in the audio books, like, no, I, I who narrates them? No, I'm not a narrator. I I do I do a lot of the editing. I do all of the editing right now. But we got Graham does a lot of the a ton of the narrating. And he'll read. And how long does it take him to read like a 500 page book? Oh, I don't know that he'd have a better idea. But on the just page guess. So if, we did, if we so here we go. We did the Secret Doctrine one volume one, and I think that's like six or seven hundred pages, and okay. it's thirty. 34 hours 
34 hours in the booth, him or whatever, in a microphone. Well, it's probably more like 50 hours of him in the booth. Him going yeah. blah, blah, blah. What, yeah, is it because no. you mess up? or what? I mean, or Yeah, because it- we have a, yeah, because it's got to be audiobook quality. So we have a system, you know, we have a system of how to, how to do things. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but we have a system that we do. We work together to create create these audiobooks you gotta let me do it one day maybe dude how many become friends i've always wanted to do that i because I'm oh, well, i can so I, I can i'll hire you out to read a book for me if you want you to will yeah you hire me to read a book i'll read a book for you yeah, I will that's do that. how we yeah. work with joe i'll just pay him a, a set rate per hour and he'll narrate a book for me yeah give me the easy one but i would love to yeah in college i, I could did do that one too i've got some shorter ones too that are probably like less than three hours dude i will do that no problem i'll narrate a book for you because in college i did that where you narrate a chapter and i actually did really well i remember in one class i'm not saying college is that great but then you know that ah. class i think it's a waste to give all these kids loan i don't i wouldn't even send your kid to college now but in that class, I narrated and I spoke well. I can speak well. I feel I just like it's like that episode of Curb Enthusiasm where Larry David wants to sell a car. I want to narrate a book and talk all nice and you know professional into the mic. And yeah, I there's all these that. titles that aren't available on audio, so we've started turning some of these old classics into audio and making them available on the channel. So we do that. You can get a hold of everything there. I mean, you could type Grimerica into Audible; it'll all pop up. But yeah, when you go to grimerica.com, Audible comes right up. So you got a good deal with Audible. That yeah, yeah. Right you up. can go to you can go to adultbrain.ca and that'll show you sort of the title page of everything we've done there. The big titles are like the secret doctrine and secret teachings of all ages by Manly P. Hall. We yeah, did the I, 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 that, I've listened to guy. that. I need to freaking listen to y'all's manly that manly P. Hall. I've listened to a lot of his speeches, but 34 hours. That's one of the best ones, the secret teachings. And then wow. we did the Evil Bomber Manifesto. We got that's Hamlet a good one. Mills. Did you? Oh yeah, I, did. I think I heard about that. Hamlet's uh, Mills coming out right away, and then Secret Doctrine two and three are both coming out right away as well. And that's all on AdultBrain.ca, which we made because a flat earther told me to use my adult brain on show two hundred and fifty. Is that why? Well, you know, I'm a Jewish interest. I know who said that, David Weiss. You know, David Weiss no, is not right. a nice guy. He isn't. You know, you guys have fought, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't. I don't believe in the spinning ball theory, but it's okay. I, I hate that David y'all got in a fight, but he's called me much worse. So to be honest, uh, well, we didn't really funny. get. I mean, we were. We I think we made up by the end. But uh, it's weird to tell people that you don't think you live on a spinning ball is very weird, Darren. And it's a weird, you know, it's it's a hard argument. People don't like to hear it. But I, for me, this is just what I, this is the only thing I say. I don't know the shape of the earth. I have no idea. But I do know this. They tell us the macro. I don't even care. Well, but this is what this is the one thing I say. I don't I know. I know this. They say that the earth is 25,000 miles around the equator. So that means that it's spinning you know, uh, uh, roughly a thousand miles an hour because there's 24 hours in a day. On top of that, then then the earth is orbiting the sun 66,600 miles an hour. And then on top of that, every single planet, all nine planets, including the stars, the Big Dipper, are moving in concert through the Milky Way galaxy through an ever-expanding universe of space. But every single night, you can go on your porch and you can find the North Star. So it just doesn't make sense. That's the only thing for me that we're going so many different directions, yet the North Star and the constellations are in the sky and they're in a pattern. And I believe the sun, moon, and stars are a clock in the sky. It's like, that's, I mean, and I, I, but like you say, there's polygods. I well, the moon gets crazier than that. I mean, the moon gets super crazy. The moon is 13 28-day cycles. Did you know that? And that's 364 days in a year. And, it's and- also like, so get this, the moon is also 
27.3% the size of Earth, and it takes 27.3 days to do a full rotation. The Earth is 366% the size of the moon, and it takes 366 days to do a full rotation. I mean, those things go down two decimal points. Well, this just shit's not accidental. It's and they line up the exact same in the sky, even though one's 400 times smaller than the other. Yeah, they look to be the exact same size. There's something weird going on with the universe. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you this. If I could take a boat to Antarctica, I'd go down there, but they wouldn't let me go below the sea. You, you can't go to it. That's all fake. That's, that's all like bullshit. 40 grand. That's, we might yeah, climb yeah. Down. Why 40, don't you guys go together? 40 grand, and they'll take you on a little booby tour, my Alex ass. And Graham. Yeah. Alex and Graham <laughs> ski to the South Pole. Well, let me tell you this. We don't even know what's in the fucking North Pole. You know, there's so much shit we don't even know. There's probably stuff in Canada we don't know about. I, there's just, they don't want us to know. They want to keep us Most on. Most Canadians don't know what happened three weeks ago, so. Exactly. And you know what? Uh, they want us to think that we all evolved from pond scum, and that's fine. We can they, we can believe whatever you want to believe because we create our own reality. But adultbrain.ca, go there. Grimerica.ca. We love you, David Weiss, even though- Oh, yeah, and my book, too. I just wrote a book. Just came out last week. And what's and the name of that book? I didn't even- I got to plug the book, Darren. What's the name of the book? Well, I thought book? that's why Mark booked me, but that's- That okay. is why Mark booked you, but I didn't even know what the book was. He didn't even it's tell me. But that is why Canadian he booked you. He did say you have a book, but I just- You know, I forget. I'm it's sorry. called A Canadian Shame. Canadian yeah. shame. And that's all about all of the stuff we're talking about. Duh, duh, duh. Mark told me this. I just forgot. Sorry. I apologize. That's okay. I that's apologize. okay. Everyone could go to the website, buy the book. That'd be cool. It just came out. It's actually free on Kindle for like two more days. I made it free on Kindle. I'm going to make it free for three days this week and three days next week, which I think is the maximum that, that uh, Kindle allows you to make an ebook free for. So I'm going to make it free until Wednesday, and then it's going to be free Monday till Wednesday again next week. If people want to go and get it for free, they can check it out and read the whole thing before they decide if they like it. If they like it, they can maybe buy it or buy the paperback. Everybody go freaking download that book. Is it at audible.com? Leave a good review. Oh, leave everybody go leave a five-star review. All right, what do you want to tell the people as we go? And one la What's the last thing they need to know about you, Darren, before we say goodbye? Cancel your cable. Cancel your cable. Hollywood's dead. Everybody go watch the Grimerica show. Darren, you rock. Canada rocks. Eating, living off the land. You are a true man, Darren. We need to be more like you. We got to get our testosterone up, as they say. So thank you for being a guest. Everybody got to go pick up that book. Darren, talk to you later.